Austin Powers would have loved this week because it was all about some teams getting their mojo back, baby. Yeah. Some great action in the Seahawks-Bills game down to the wire. Two attack of Iloa with a great game. We'll talk what it all means for fantasy purposes and more. Starting right now, I'm Run Up the Score. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott hello, and you. Tom. Hey, uh, ooh, I muted myself right there. Hey, everybody. Sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> you sure did. I grabbed the microphone because it was a little far away and went and, right on the mute button, baby. A rousing start. We're, we're, we're off to score. a hot start from a technical standpoint. Hey, listen, we're, you know, if, if only we were the Seahawks or the 49ers, we could say, oh, you know, we got a lot of COVID issues. Yeah. You know, this isn't our, st- our starting team. We don't have Sorry, much to we look like on. shit. No, but... Uh, <laughs> Nope, we're just we're just a bunch of grown men trying our best, like the Steelers against the Cowboys this week. Yeah. Uh, lots to get to. Let's start as we always do on our weekly recap episodes with our losers of the week, and that was some pr- some foreshadowing with the Steelers. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. Scotty, it was the last game to finish. It's the first game we're going to talk about because your loser of the week comes from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes, last game is finished at the 4 o'clock window. Um, there's still some other games that will be going on after we're recording uh, at the moment. But I'm going with James Conner. Uh, this was supposed to be a big game. I actually had him as a payup. He only gets nine carries for 22 yards, catches both of his targets, but he only goes backwards with those two catches for negative two yards. 20 total yards against the Cowboys. This seemed like such a blow-up spot. I brought him up in the payout portion of uh, the preview, so I'm pretty shocked in this one. Uh, this game was just stunning right from the very beginning. The Cowboys threw the kitchen sink at him, and uh, they got the lead early. And once they did, they just stopped giving the ball to Connor. It was, as some people would say, not good. This game essentially turned into the Anthony McFarlane Jr. tryout game, it seemed like, for most of the Steelers' uh, backfield plans. Just uh, just a really weird game, game script wise. You know, the Steelers, yeah, the Steelers got punched in the mouth by Garrett Gilbert, of all people. You know, all the quarterbacks that the Steelers defense had figured out the undrafted second year guy on his like fifth team is the one to figure out this Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Yeah. Go figure. I know. Yeah. And so Connor crazy. has been really good all year. So it um, it does hurt to have him hurt you when yes. you thought you needed him most. He had been super steady throughout the year, even with that uh, ankle trouble that plagued him week one. Uh, Tom, we'll go to you with another running back, former Steeler. So uh, got to make a nice little segue there for myself. If, yeah. Yeah. If uh, I don't but, say so myself, that's uh, that's <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. And that's a line that he would never have on the Steelers. Four carries, no. eight yards, one target, one catch. And he does well. Could not make positive yardage. He wouldn't even get that line on the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially he went, if he left the game healthy, which he did. <laughs> he went he went negative five yards as well here, Scott. So he he couldn't make any good on his his reception either. But um, what like we were talking about this before we press record? Why get him? They were playing yeah. Darrell Williams over him um, in, in crucial spots too. I only saw I saw I remember seeing his one reception where they tried to get a cool screen play going for him. But he is not 
of any value at all. He was more valuable on the Jets, which if you had a gun yeah. to my head on the day of this, you know, fiasco, would he be better on the Chiefs or better on the Jets? He's actually better on the Jets so far. He had point eight statistically way better on the Jets. Stunning. <laughs> on a per game basis for sure. He yeah. didn't like yards per carry. <laughs> he still hasn't scored as a Chief, right? No. Yeah. No. It's hard to do that when you don't move the ball at all. So if I mean if you take the the total of his yardage, it's it's three yards. It's hard to move the ball <laughs> if you don't gain positive. You got to get at least one yard to get a touchdown, and he only had three yards. Yes, yeah, so yep, he had okay. three yards yeah, plus it. whatever points you reward for an, a reception. So a very easy mm-hmm. point total to calculate, depending for, on the league. Ah, uh, single reception. Exactly. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, it's it's not good. A little bit better than zero. Don, <laughs> who didn't have a little bit better than zero this uh, week? I had a guy who had exactly zero, and he's a loser not because he's zeroed. He's a loser because we've been showering praise on him, specifically me, for the last two weeks. I shut him down. And he zeroed. It's Corey Davis. A.J. Brown had an absolute monster of a game. In a game where Tannehill only completes 10 passes, Yikes. You start to kind of see exactly why we were scared of the Titans pass catchers because there's a clear pecking order. It's A.J. Brown in the red zone. It's John U. Smith and Corey Davis is supposed to kind of pick up where the other two kind of leave open. But yeah. that was it. There was nothing going on in this Titans Bears game. Super weird game flow. Tannehill only threw 21 passes on the other side of the ball. Nick Foles threw 52. Yeah. So just such a weird game. And I'm not making any excuse for Corey Davis because he's got to play better than this. You know, we were talking about his streak of, you know, he scored nine or more in every half PPR game he's played in. Now he's got zero. I mean, now you don't know what to do with the guy next week. This is the Will Fuller formula. You try him right back out, right? It's just one bagel and you give every other week this year a good week. I don't know if you can necessarily necessarily say that with Corey Davis as easily as you can with Will Fuller. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I shut down Corey Davis this week. I'm mm-hmm. happy that I did. I hope people listened. Uh, it's a tough matchup against them. Uh, Tannehill got two touchdowns to keep that streak alive, but he barely, I don't even think he got the 15 fantasy points in this game. So it was even pretty ugly for him. Uh, it's going to be game, you know, game script dependent. Like Don said, they're going to, they have plays set up for AJ Brown. It yep. seems like they want to utilize Johnny in the red zone. And, you know, they still got the big man, Derrick Henry, who also kind of had a stinker in this game as well. All that kind of points toward, you know, it's really going to be game script dependent for Corey Davis. Yeah, I was I was going to say it would be really fitting if they played Will Fuller and the Texans next week. Yeah. Titans get Indy <laughs> next week. Another tough defensive matchup for Corey Davis. Not looking very good. Yeah, it could be a tough one. too. You had Corey Davis in your lineup and Scott told you not to. But if you didn't listen to him, probably looking for some waiver wire heroes. So let's get to our waiver wire heroes of the week. And uh, we're done. That's the list. Yeah. Uh, no. In terms of guys you can blow your fab bank on, there's no list. Um, there's I think maybe there's a couple guy. guys you can definitely. I think it's Duke Johnson. That's who you have to blow the, the, the yeah, fab okay. on. I yeah. think everyone should get in line. They should put their dollars on the table. Uh, David Johnson, I think it was like a concussion, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, it, you know, it doesn't seem like it will put him down for the year. But over the next couple of weeks, there's a lot of tough buys coming up. Duke Johnson is going from the waiver to starting lineups for sure. I have a yeah, weird for sure. Theory. Go ahead. My theory is I, I haven't seen really any concussions 
take someone out for the subsequent subsequent week? Can you think of any? And uh, I this think, year? Yeah. This year it's been tough. And my theory um, is, is that no one cares about concussions this year because they care about COVID. <laughs> so they're able to get swept under the rug. Yeah. They're able, they're like, oh, he's good. Okay. Does he have COVID? No. All right. Let's, Let's see what happens to David there, Johnson baby. this week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Uh, I was just checking too, because if it was the Thursday game, I think it would definitely put David Johnson in a tough spot. They play in the one o'clock window on Tom, Sunday. Maybe there's maybe there's a rule that like the NFLPA has that you can only run one test on a player per day. <laughs> so yeah. they show up, they run their COVID test, and then you can't you can't test him for a concussion. So he must not have one. Yep. Well, all the extra concussion people. You got to think are, about are the, all the trauma COVID you're putting dude. him through. <laughs> you know. Dude, right. They probably did. Duty means poop. Uh, move those people in some aspect to monitor COVID sure. instead of concussions. Yeah, it's a yeah. baseless. The workload's theory. too heavy right now. <laughs> it's a theory that I came up with having seen like two people come back from a concussion. And right. Just- so if you don't believe in Tom's theory, you can take Duke Johnson, who got twenty total touches in this game. I still uh, seventy three yards and got a touchdown. Even if that theory, the only is you know what, totally right. Duke Johnson is the number one claim. I one hundred percent agree. The only one I can think of from this year, uh, it was early in the season. I think it was week two. Chris Godwin left week one with a concussion. Yeah. Was practicing Wednesday, Thursday, showed symptoms Friday. They shut him down and declared him out Friday. And that's the only one I can really think of. And that one was a little weird, too, because earlier in the week, he didn't have the symptoms. Right. Later in the week, he did. Exactly. Well, did he self-report, Don? I mean... I have no idea. It was if he self-reported ten weeks ago at this point. <laughs> if he self-reported, you know, the theory he's got to remain because you self-report. Okay. What are they supposed to do? Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I can't believe we're doing this, but it's it's important. Uh, Corderell Patterson, three carries for 13 yards, four catches for 27. Yeah. Uh, only on here because David Montgomery left this one with an injury. Concussion as well. So another one to put to the test. Yeah. Uh, Cordell <laughs> Patterson's going to play and he's going to play a good amount if they don't have mm-hmm. Montgomery. They don't have anybody at running back. They're playing some guy named Ryan Nall who also caught some passes. So caught a touchdown. As, a, as a deep flyer, he's like a Patrick Laird type of guy. Um, good receiving back, but like a bigger guy. So like, he seems like he might be able to take on some carries as well. We'll we'll see what happens, but I think Patterson will be, will be their RB one. If Montgomery can't go, which is crazy. You ask Matt Nagy, he might already be. Um, Yeah, I'm not putting any priority on this, especially no. with how bad the Bears have looked offensively. I mean, he got seven touches in this game, and yeah. he only got 40 yards, so it's not like he's really in a, a huge role, but mm-hmm. he could fall into a, some good volume here. Guy with a huge up- role that maybe... Sorry, I was going to bring up somebody that I don't think belongs on the list, and they're not on the list, and someone might say, why isn't he? Is that all right? Do My I brain's have- in a pretzel, yeah. so just keep talking. Do I ahead. have the floor? Uh, Devontae Booker, because he scored, and he had 68 yards, and he had a pretty decent performance, but it wasn't any different than any of his other weeks for the most part, except that he scored. So he played 25% of snaps, which he's kind of been hovering around uh, since week five, and he's had 60 yards before. You didn't add him then. He's mostly a receiving back these days. He didn't even have a target. So I, I think Devontae Booker is a, is a no add. Completely agreed. No it's it's just it's all hit contingent upon uh, Jacob's injuries, and Jacob got a ton of touches in he's this been, game uh, too. So he's been scot free so far. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I mean he gets banged up. He doesn't practice a lot, but who cares? Yeah, guy I was getting to Curtis Samuel 
Didn't expect him to have as big of a role as he had. Three carries for 13 yards. Caught all nine of his targets for 105 yards and a touchdown. DJ Moore struggled in this one. But maybe this, maybe there is something to this Curtis Samuel thing because they're really looking to keep him involved in the offense, even with Christian McCaffrey coming back to his full workload. Yeah, it was, it was funny. I was talking to one of my buddies uh, two weeks ago before he really blew up, before he had two touchdown games. He's like, yeah, I was reading up and like Curtis Samuel, they really like want to get him involved. I'm like, you know, that's kind of weird. They have so many options, but you kind of see why now Curtis Samuel over the last two weeks has been incredible. Three total touchdowns this week. He gets you three carries, 13 yards and catches nine balls for 100 yards and a touchdown. So that's pretty, pretty monstrous line, uh, especially to be hanging out there on your waiver. Uh, I think he's definitely worth an ad, especially this week. There's not a lot of guys to put some money down on. I think Curtis Samuel might be a pretty good bid. Yeah, I mean. We still got a couple more weeks of buys. You could probably do worse. DJ Moore is nowhere to be found. No. Like he is not even valued better than Curtis Samuel. In this it's been offense. a serious struggle for DJ Moore over the last couple of weeks. All righty, moving on. Scotty, maybe your favorite player in the NFL who's not good, <laughs> Wayne Gallman. Hey, what did you just say? You heard what I said. Wayne Gallman is damn good. Sure. And he delivers again for me. The man always <laughs> pulls through when I need him. <laughs> 14 carries, 68 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he catches one of his two targets for nine yards. Uh, and I don't know. I just feel like every time you watch this guy play, every time I watch this guy play, he does something impressive. He gets an easy touchdown here, but that yards per carry is nice running uh, you know, on a Giants team that, quite frankly, is not very good. Uh, he deserves the exposure over Devonta Freeman. I understand they paid him in a, you know, for a one-year deal, so like, mm. why not give him the touches? I mean, why not give the touches to Wayne Gallman? He's been great right now. I think Devontae Freeman slots into this newfound Alfred Morris role when he comes back. And I think Wayne Gallman's a lead back, and for those reasons, he's worth a claim. Is he worth a claim over Duke Johnson? No, but he might be the second-best running back claim you got out there. True. Yeah, if he does uh, 14 well 14 carries, enough, 61 he... yards, and a touchdown, or 68 yards and a touchdown, caught one of his two targets for nine yards, did Wayne Gallman in the Giants win over the football team. Yeah, I agree that if he does well enough, he will either – supplant Devonta Freeman or still be involved alongside Devonta Freeman. He scored in the last three weeks. So he also has that going for him at the goal line. Yeah. He's, he's the goal line back now, baby. All right. couple of guys that we'll catch up on a couple wide receivers from the Thursday night game. One of them had to be on the dock. The other one looks like he might be something who I'm knows Richie James, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Chappelle show now streaming nice. on Netflix. Good plug, Scotty. <laughs> Uh, 13 targets, nine catches, 184 yards, and a touchdown. He went buck wild. He had a Devontae Adams stat line and in a game where Devontae Adams also had a Devontae yeah, Adams stat line. They had no wide receivers. No. They have no playmakers still, though, right? No. And he had 184 yards. You got to keep this guy on the field, and you got to put him in the game plan. He's clearly got a rapport with Mullins, and we're pretty sure Debo comes back. We're very sure Ayuk comes back next week, but... So what? If he's got the rapport with Mullins, Mullins seems to be continuing to start next week. So, you know, it's on the table for Richie James to kind of be a factor here down the stretch. If any one of the receivers you started got a buck 84, you'd be pounding your chest talking about how great they are. Yeah. (laughs) And the problem is nobody started Richie James this week. (laughs) For what it's worth, we got to pound our chest for him. Debo was activated, so he should be coming back as well. Oh, great. Okay, good. Yeah. I didn't know It was that. actually kind of Thank annoying because he was activated after he played, and it's just, just so an oddity of this year. 
So if you had him and then you wanted to change your lineup, even especially on sleeper, this is the only one I had to pull him off IR. You had you had to pull him off IR and drop somebody. Yep, I've mm-hmm. had that issue with Yahoo as well. But he yeah. already uh, played. Was... He should stay in IR for the rest of the week if he already played. Yeah, on the app. That for seems sure. right to me. Yeah. Marquez Valdez Scantling, two tuds, gets you to the dock. His only two catches went for touchdowns, one from 52 yards out, the other from one yard out. There's nothing to make of this, in my opinion. Alan Lazard is going to be playing next week, it seems. Aaron Jones probably going to be back to full strength. This was a miracle. You know, MVS goes further down the pecking order. Exactly. This is exactly a miracle. We were talking about him getting benched because he dropped a third down catch yeah. that should have been should have gone for 50 and a touchdown anyway uh but mvs you scored twice you're there way to go might be the only time we mention <laughs> you for the rest of the year joshua kelly justin jackson leaves this one we're also including kalen balaj in this chargers backfield continuing to get muddy in the absence of austin eckler justin jackson left this game seemed like he was healthy enough to come back but didn't uh josh kelly in his absence nine carries 28 yards five catches on five targets for 31 yards and a touchdown Kalen Balaj, 15 carries, 69 yards, and a touchdown. Pretty nice stat line there. Yep. And uh, three targets turned into two catches for 15. Kalen Balaj yeah, has yeah, lived in some awesome places this year. Miami, then he goes and signs in New York, then he goes to L.A. Most people, would, you know, they dream about living in those cities, and he did it all. Yeah, no in kidding. Like a three, uh, three or four month span. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it and it used to be San Diego, so maybe he can uh, he can visit there as well and get and add a fourth city along the way. I don't know how much you can bank on these fifteen carries, sixty nine yards, pretty nice in the touchdown. But uh, if Justin Jackson's going to miss time, it it did seem like earlier in the week Anthony Lynn was pretty non committal to Joshua Kelly. Kind of saying he was like he was running scared and stuff like that. So maybe he goes to Balage a little bit, but I think the move is actually Joshua Kelly. Because he was cut by a lot of teams, and he'll be out there. Mm-hmm. Definitely will be. Kalen Balage. I think you got to see it another week. I really they, do. They and don't. So. They. It seems like they are so mad at him. And I think Eckler. The stupid thing about Eckler is like the last like uh, confirmed good like uh, reliable report on him was he'll be back sooner than later, and that was like almost three weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. So. So we don't know anything. We really don't know anything. They're really being very <laughs> quiet about that one. But I would yeah. assume very that, mean. I would assume that Eckler comes back in the way that Christian McCaffrey kind of did this week, where he's a full go, especially because they've mm-hmm. been just like yeah, really frustrated. It seems at the position, you know, the revolving yeah. door and whatnot. Right when Eckler comes back, they just go right to him. Can't believe the Chargers are having issues at running back without Austin Eckler. Who would have thought? <laughs> Uh, speaking of issues at the running back position, J.D. McKissick, three carries, 17 yards, 14 targets, <laughs> nine catches and 65 yards and a touchdown. And guys, I got to be honest, I think he can continue to do this. Do I think he's going to get 14 targets a game? No. Do I think he's going to be a focal point of the passing game with Alex Smith, captain check down himself at quarterback now? Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah, it's he's a good crazy, though. Too. Isn't it so weird that everyone's like, oh, uh, Antonio Gibson is a receiver. You know, he's not even a running back. Yeah. And he gets, I think, three targets in this game, catches all three, and they by just the way. Play they don't throw receiver. him the ball. Which always happens. It's he, absurd. He, he's caught like 90% of his targets or something like that. But, I mean, he has a good game. He fumbles. He scores for you, which is great. So he has like a good game, good, not great, I would say. But why not, he was give, it, why not give him some of those, <laughs> those targets? I just don't understand. 
Yeah. The, he, Does anyone? It's one of those modern mysteries in the world of football, Tom. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Very he good turned, point, He Scotty. turned into a guy who didn't have the goal line to a guy who totally has the goal line. He came into the league as a guy who would be a third down back, plays on yeah. first and second down. So it's just, now he's just a hammer back. <laughs> yeah, it's like it doesn't make sure. any sense. He's like a bruiser for some reason. Yeah, he ha- he was like a thirty touch running back in college. Like, yeah, it's like they forgot what he did in college. They're like, no, we got to treat him like we do Peyton Barber. <laughs> <laughs> he's Jeremy Hill all of a sudden. There you go. Hey, he was a king, king. at one time. He's still all righty. Yes. All right, Irv Smith also scored twice. Way to go, big fella. Yeah, I we think just those think, were also we just think him on there, Tom. The we game. forgot about him. He scored twice. He gets on. Amir Abdullah revenge That's right. game. That's- <laughs> You'll love it. All righty, let's run down this slate real quick. The Packers beat the carcass of the San Francisco 49ers on Thursday Thursday. night. Two touchdowns in the second half, or in this fourth quarter. Aaron Jones looked good for those Aaron Jones owners. He should be fine the rest of the way. Yep. Uh, Tyler Irvin, if you started him full PPR, he gave you 10, which is cool. I think that was the only format we said you could start him in uh, yeah. on Thursday's episode. I thought so. about him, but I ended up not going with him. League where I yeah. Had. Otherwise, I don't really feel like there's much to say other than Devontae Adams has been awesome. He's wide receiver one in fantasy right now, missing two games and already having his bye, which I think is pretty incredible. He's number one? Yes. No. No, he was probably no number one Thursday night. <laughs> oh, because then DK played well. Uh, yeah, 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 probably. Okay. Say DK has been going ham. <laughs> so is Devontae Adams. I can just yeah. check. I mean, sleeper, not to you know, plug them for free, but it's just the best app in the world. I can check so easily. Yeah. Atlanta he, and Denver turns he, into, of course, our god. DK's number two in standard, number four in PPR. Care to? Uh, Wager if Adams is higher. I won't look up any other players, so I don't bore everyone to death. But I think he's higher in both. Yeah, I don't. Adams I, number I one across the so. board. Wow, that's crazy. Fifty-three catches, six hundred and seventy-five yards, and eight touchdowns already. Wow, he has eight touchdowns. Mm. I thought DK had him on the touchdowns because I know DK has eight. He's also, close. Yeah. Oh yeah. There Damn. All righty, Denver and Atlanta. Boy, this turned into a fun one. The official stream of the week, Drew Locke. Fourth quarter, Drew. Oh, young yeah, Drew. He doesn't do anything until the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, Blake Drew Bortles versus the fourth quarter Falcons was such a uh, intersection point. Yeah, no I thought, kidding. I thought beautiful. that they were going to pull it off somehow. You know what I mean? Of course. Anytime the Falcons have that big lead and someone starts to creep back, you're like, here we go yep. again. Oh, man. One of my favorite in-game comments from you, Scotty, this afternoon was Julio scores a 21-yard touchdown. He's like, one yard longer. Wasn't in the red zone. Yeah. Keeps his streak alive. Yeah. So, so way to go, Julio. We found out we found out the way to get Julio touchdowns. Throw mm-hmm. him the ball at the 21 yard line. Yep. Not inside the 20, right at the 21. Olamide Zacchaeus, four catches, 103 yards, and a touchdown in this one. Listen, if Cal Ridley comes back, he's useless. So yeah, he's, that's why he's, he's not on the dock. Predict. Yeah. yeah. Caught the long touchdown. Nice catch. Same thing with the Broncos guys. Like they they all got a bunch of targets. Hamler. Mm-hmm. Uh, Judy, Judy had 14. Judy's awesome, obviously. You Judy scored with him, but I was talking more Hamler and Patrick per se. You mm-hmm. know, they both got a ton of targets and actually had a decent day. You can't really trust it though. No offense, the Deontay Johnson of tight ends, where he could go <laughs> crazy or he could leave the game with an injury. You just hold and it's your likely breath. that it's it's both. You, you just hold so, your breath the entire yeah, game. It was unbelievable. Good hold your breath kind of game between the Seahawks and the Bills. The Bills go forty four on the Seahawks. 
Uh, Russell Wilson, three touchdowns, three turnovers as well in this one. I yeah, think he the over is human. Great. I think the over hit too, Tom. Yeah, you guys, you guys are very brave <laughs> calling the over at seventy-eight. You count. You waited for every point to be counted. Yeah, this yeah. is a great fantasy game. Josh Allen MVP. Back to it. Let's go. Yeah, back back in the talk. He just outdueled the uh, exactly. other MVP candidate. Yeah, he said, Rogers. "Suck on this." <laughs> Rogers is definitely up there as well. He's having a great year, but Rogers. I don't know if you want to transition to another one o'clock game. Patrick Mahomes might have something to say. I was going to say nine touchdowns in his last two games. I was going to say Bill's running back update to just back it up one second. Zach yeah. Moss, nine carries. Devin Singletary, two. Devin Singletary, three catches. Zach Moss, two. This one's going to be an interesting one to look out for for the rest of the no year. No fun. Because I don't think they have any idea. Did Zach Singletary did really have again. that few carries? I'm seeing two for one. Yeah, they barely ran the ball the entire game. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Moss led them in rushing with 18 yards. I feel yeah, like I, I saw a lot like of it, and it felt like he was on the field for a lot. I'm going to look at snap percentage, yep. 45 for Singletary. What would you wager for Moss then? Greater than 50? Yeah, I think he played 52. a little more than Singletary. 54. So, uh, But last week, I think it was kind of reversed, so it's just going to be tough to tell. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but let's go to Carolina and Kansas City. This was a fun game all the way through. I love seeing Christian McCaffrey back, got his full workload. Those bogus tweets that it was going to be a committee were thrown right out the yep. window once Carolina realized they were going to be in a shootout. You know who had a great game? Tyreek Hill. Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy, Teddy Two Gloves was, was great. great in this game. Yeah. He gets you those short yardage touchdowns. He easily could have handed that ball off to Curtis Samuel. He says, no, let me release that real quick. Pass. I need a touchdown credit for that, and we thank you, Teddy. Job well done there. He also gets a rushing touchdown. He had a sweet, like, fourth and 13 diving conversion oh, so to try cool. to keep this game that alive. Was this awesome. was a great Derek game. Carr copied that later, if you saw he that. Did. Yes, he did. It's, I it's, was really impressed with Derek Carr today, too. It's the new move. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, Recklessly diving. Tyreek Hill, like you said, was awesome. Unbelievable. Kelsey was awesome. Cracked the 100-yard mark. Way to go, Tyreek. Guys, we appreciate you. I can give a semi... Tyreek broke the record. Broke the tie as well. I can the give NFL a semi-interesting Tyreek Hill stat is he's averaging over one touchdown a game. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Just pretty barely. Cool stat, but way to go. It's, it's pretty far along in the season. You know what I mean? We're halfway to play nine games. Yeah. yeah. You know, and they're 8-1. and one. So... To, to pull the curtain back, he has 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Crazy. So there you go. It's, it's pretty awesome. insane. He, he he only busted versus the Bills, which is it's hard to even believe because his stat lines are so, like, just rock solid. Steady. Yeah. 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 He's a rock. Not what I would me. have expected from a Tyreek Hill season-long stat No, line. you don't, you don't you know, he's draft usually, him like that. He's been that peak and valley guy in, in years past. but You ride the roller coaster with him normally, but he's been steady. He is the roller coaster. Wait, no, that's, I don't think that's that doesn't play. He's right. amazing. Sorry. He's awesome. Moving on. Uh, we skipped around a little bit. Chicago, Tennessee. Glad we skipped this one. Yeah. There's Not nothing that much to fun. talk about. I'd like to update no. on Johnny a little bit. I keep us on Johnny watch around here. Uh, Adam Humphreys out of the game, so it gave me the confidence to play uh, Johnny. Which I believe you said. No, of course, yeah. Um, I was just about to laugh because it, I think Adam Humphreys had a concussion, so it disproves my theory from earlier. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. that's right. He that's most certainly did. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Hopefully he's doing well. I'm probably wrong uh, about that, so just you know, move along. But 
Johnny yeah. had Johnny had two targets. They came on that last final drive. Um, they were subsequent plays, basically, and uh, you know it, it, it's just enough to keep that Johnny flame alive. And it's scary. Again. And so, someone mentioned it. I think it was Don mentioned that they go to him in the red zone a lot, which is great. You know, he's a big guy. He's a nice tight end target down there. But two targets. You know, it could have been ugly. Dude, they were they on. They threw the ball 21 times. They were on back-to-back plays. He exactly. hit a deep ball to him down to the two, and then they threw it to him on the next play. If we don't have that drive, we have nothing. Yeah, yeah, and it makes me think. We're talking Jonu Smith, loser of the week. Yeah. And, yeah, that long play, I think, is more Jonu Smith than other things, right? Like, yes. Because they have so many players that score from far out, Jonu included, Henry included, A.J. Brown mm-hmm. definitely included, that, Oh yeah. like, he actually needs those because they're not really just winding up at the five for like a dump pass to a tight end or a little out like he did. Um, and he is a big play guy. So it's scary. You're playing a, uh, it's a big play tight end. He's a big play tight end. He's like Mark Andrews yep. of old. I still agree yeah. with that. Yep. All righty. We move on Baltimore Indy, another ugly, ugly game. Uh, Jonathan Taylor scores the only touchdown here for the Colts. He had 27 yards on six rushing attempts. Jordan Wilkins had 11 attempts in the backfield. Um, so crazy. I don't know. I don't even know what to do with this game. There's better matchups coming for the Ravens, which is nice because their offense looks so bad, so predictable. This is a tough matchup, um, though, bad. the Colts. All right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And there's better ones coming for them down down the yeah. road here, especially in the, in the upcoming weeks. But this was a tough game for both sides of the ball. Yes, without question. I believe the Titans. Don, I think There's you said. Really- I think. I think the Titans get the Colts next week. Correct. They do. Titans. Titans. Colts for first place in the South. Yeah. So that makes me think. Like, and talking about Johnu and everything. Mark Andrews really had a crappy game. He he could have been in loser territory. He hasn't been amazing recently. But that's a really yep. tough. That's a really tough uh, opponent. They are the 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 best against the tight end statistically so far. So if you're on the fence about Johnny watch, you might want to hit the waiver wire for somebody. You guys want to hear a, a weird stat about this game and why it really was horrible for fantasy. I was just clicking through. No one in the game had <laughs> over 60 yards. Yeah. That's I just, like, even AJ thumb, Brown. I just thumbed through the box where we're on the Ravens and the Colts. Oh, Ravens right Colts, my bad. Yeah. I just was thumbing through the box score. Like the leader in yards was Michael Pittman with 56 mm-hmm. and the rushing leader was Lamar who with had 58. 58. Yeah. It's just a absolutely Ugh. slog yeah. of a game and uh, hopefully better days for both teams. Did, uh, did Dalvin cook out gain both teams offensively? Probably. It's close. <laughs> Dalvin cook was still running from when he played the Packers. <laughs> No one has tackled Dalvin Cook since like in like three weeks. They had their bye two weeks ago. I don't think he unbelievable. He had a two hundred yard rushing game, and he only got twenty two carries. It's absurd. So he entered this game with a higher points per game average than Christian McCaffrey had last year, and he just dropped another hammer. The thing is, though, is that Detroit is becoming the running back target, though. Oh, I just ran into one of the best ones in the game. Yeah, that one hurt the average. Antonio Gibson gets him next. So, uh, you know what that means. Oh, boy. It's going to be J.D. McKissick all over the place. I was just about to say, J.D. McKissick's (laughs) about to catch 15 balls, baby. For that reason, it's actually not crazy. It it kind of prioritizes the J.D. McKissick thing a little bit higher, I think. Yeah, it's not a bad call. He's he's one of like eight guys on the wire for us. So, uh... (laughs) All right. um, Mir Abdul revenge game. 
Passing game was brutal <laughs> once again for the Minnesota. Like, there's yeah. nothing to talk about. Dalvin, it's Dalvin, crazy. Yeah, I know. Dalvin Cook is, is just killing the receiving. For yeah. I was just going to say he's that, so though. Good. He's, he's so good. That so he's good at annoying. He's making Thielen not so good. And Justin Jefferson. Yeah, Thielen was a little bit more expensive, though. Much more. A little bit. <laughs> uh, I think Terry McLaurin's going to be more expensive than Thielen going into next season, man. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he had a 68-yard touchdown. Alex Smith's first since 2018 when he had that brutal injury. He comes in for Kyle Allen, who suffered a brutal injury of his own. Yeah, it was like really scary to watch Kyle Allen leave with a horrible injury. And then the the yeah, backup yeah. is Alex Smith. Like, how is Alex Smith not like white face on the side? What did Dwayne Haskins that? do? Just PTSD That's what I flashing through Alex Smith's eyes. That would be me the whole time. Oh my God. I don't know how he sees all that going on. It's like, yeah, I'm good, coach. Let's play some football. It's just insane. I think he just wanted to get back on the field at some he's point. Crazy. And now he can go. Now he can and now he's out. in the. He's like, oh, you want to get back on the field? Well, you're in the shit now. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Dislocated <laughs> ankle. Oh man. So I think all things considered, it looks uh, gnarly, but there's. He, yeah, he did not break his leg. Yeah, there's there's a lot. Everybody of, kind of expected. There's a lot pointing to you know in a dislocation. I've had so many. Um, yeah. It's about what gets hurt along the way. So there's a good chance that he's pretty much okay. It's not like a shoulder. Yeah, I think he had a small fracture, too. It was the same yeah. injury as Dak, pretty much. He's not going to be back anytime soon. I think Dak's no. is worse. I think Dax was actually a little Dak worse, Dak had too, surgery, but... like, before the game was over. That is true. Also true. At least we didn't hear, like, a report of, like, oh, we had to save the leg with Dak. Well, oh, yeah. You know, keep our fingers crossed for Kyle Allen no, as well. Yeah, no kidding. All righty. Houston, Jacksonville. These games are always such weird shut at us shootouts, not shutouts. Yeah. Uh, Jake Lutton, we figured out how to pronounce it. He so way pretty to go. Good. Or Luton, I think it is. Uh, I still don't know. Looted the Texans secondary for a six seventy-three yard touchdown. So DJ which was, Shark ripped the band aid off on the first drive. Yeah, there you go. And then he was like, All right, I could start sucking now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also added a rushing touchdown late. He played uh, pretty well, Scotty. No, he did play well. I don't mean to <laughs> I don't mean to disparage him too bad. He got a rushing touchdown. He kept him in the game a lot better than I thought they would. The rushing uh, touchdown was cool. Just, he hit the spin move on him. He did hit the spin move on Whoop. him. That that was impressive. You're right. Maybe I, I shouldn't have uh, said yeah, I could I could start sucking now. But he was there was a a void there in the yeah. middle of the game where he did absolutely nothing. And he then, was the second you know, best. So maybe he did start sucking for a little while, but then in the fourth quarter he was like, All right, I guess I could yeah. come back and do a little bit. Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, Watson hit Sorry, Jinx, you owe me something. He's awesome, by the way, If in case people didn't know. Shit. Um, he's he's, he's awesome. finished as a top five QB every year. He's definitely on track to do the same, uh, especially with guys like Lamar not showing out and Dak exiting the arena. Um, Exit stage left he's ankle. He's only had bad yeah. games against in, in tough matchups. He only had bad game against um, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, I think it was. And if it wasn't Pittsburgh, it was in. But we won't play again. Yeah, the teams that he's not going to play again, I, and Don, you're totally right because I did check, and the rest of his schedule is pretty damn good. Um, the only problem is I think in week 15 he's got a tough matchup or something like that. Probably Indy. And then in my head I'm thinking like, dude, what do I do if I'm in you know if I'm in the playoffs? And I'm like, dude, you play to Sean Watson. Yeah, I'm like he's got, and I look, he's he's above 20 points every every week, and even one of those bad games was 16. So Deshaun yeah. is like a, a lock for 20 points. He's a no-brainer. Um, I think people who have him should be 
you know, pretty happy. Yeah, I think especially with uh, David Johnson possibly being out too, you could see them lean more on the pass game, obviously, and even potentially lean more on Deshaun running the ball, which is always nice. He did run Uh, a lot. His receivers, by the way, uh, everyone was talking trash on, oh, and and I get it. They let Hopkins go for way too little. But they have a great receiving core. Mm-hmm. Fuller has been awesome. Brandon Cooks five is on fire right now. Yep. And he was blazing down the sideline on that touchdown. Got some great blocks along the way. Randall Cobb is as steady as they come. This is not a bad receiving core. Uh, contrary to what people will tell you, even though I get it, you know, Hopkins is amazing. And I agree. They, get, they let go of him for, you know, way too little in return. But these receivers that they do have on the roster currently are – very much good enough for mm-hmm. Watson to throw down hammers and to keep his floor very much intact. I agree with you, Tom. Weeks 13, 14, 15, we got Colts, Bears, Colts for the oh. Texans. Ouch. Ouch. So, yeah. Uh, 16, they get Cincy, fine. which would be a tasty one. Yeah, if you can make it through to 16, Deshaun I mean, I think might reward will. you like, with the title. He's going to be fine. Yeah. He's Deshaun friggin' Watson. It's tough, though. True. Yeah, it's scary. Vegas taking it to the Chargers. Chargers losing in heartbreaking fashion again. Stop me if you heard that one before. No kidding. Derek Carr has been very serviceable all year. And that's really all you can say about it at this point. Yeah, he's, you know, a solid floor option pretty much. Justin Herbert's a stud. Justin Herbert's an absolute stud. You think he's a top five quarterback going into next year? I mean, he's going to finish there. So I think he gets a huge boost in his draft stock going into next season. Um, Seems like the Chargers are always you know, the la- one of the last games to play or playing on, on Monday night or Sunday night. Um, and they're always so, throwing. And they always throw. No matter what. I'll never yeah. have. Yeah, sounds like it, Tom. Yep, me too. We didn't even get the chance rookie year. That's fine. This was our yeah, one I chance. Mean, whatever. Well, you know what? <laughs> like I said, I do think he's, he's that, oh, yeah, that guy's a rookie moment is coming. I just knew it wasn't going to be against the Raiders. Yeah. That strategy we'll is, uh, is so popular now that even, like, I got – I think Deshaun Watson in our league in like the ninth round. Yeah. yeah. Like the ninth or 10th round. Yeah. I, I got Dak Prescott really late in leagues and stuff too. Yeah. So I think there's more to come, which if he didn't get hurt would have been genius. Yeah. Well, I died. mean, still is really he was scorching earth. No, now yeah, it was idiotic. Yeah, he, how could you if not you look at the, coming? if you look, no, at, I just said, whatever. if you looked at the quarterback just, rankings, like this week, he was still like quarterback seven, which oh is insane. God. Ugh, bye week's hitting hard, huh? Uh, yeah, I guess it's that. Pittsburgh, Dallas. Stupidest game ever. Ugh. That was awful. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that the thing that sucks the most about this game is that the Steelers win, mm-hmm. and it's like you, you just get to like the whole world just gets to move on from the fact that the Steelers were horrible, horrible. against maybe the worst team in the league mm-hmm. with a AFL quarterback. Not an XFL, an AFL quarterback. That means he hasn't played in like over a year at the very least. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Come on. James yeah. Conner, come on. I mean, I paid Tell up for what. the Steelers defense and DraftKings, and it was it was couldn't have been less worth. Not good. Yeah. And Gilbert laughed at you. <laughs> Garrett Gilbert. Gary. I mean, the <laughs> at least he was throwing and stuff, but the it's still he made some I, nice plays. Looked what, way better than Danucci. Oh like receiving core wise in Dallas, are you trusting anybody? Like the names no. of people that I would start other than a Dallas receiver is very long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sad at points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 
None of that's wrong. Marvin Jones, would you start him over all Dallas receivers? Yep. Right now, yeah, he's on a heater. <laughs> we should have brought him Scored up in the other game. Yeah, we should have brought him up. He should be on the dock, actually. Add Marvin Jones. Yeah, it's his ownership. We had him last week. His ownership's pretty strong, too. And somebody plum picked him, too, I think. He rocks. Of course. We got to get our chances in. Rock. We got to get our Marvin chances in when they're there. We take our, we take our credit for Marvin whenever we can. That's right. Tua Tagovailoa look mu- looking much better in the Dolphins' win over Arizona. Let me tell you something about this Dolphins' defense. They give up points sometimes, but, man, they, they can make tuds. some plays. They got three touchdowns in the last three weeks. I was in a tough spot where I kind of needed them. Just picked them up. I was like, give me a touchdown. First score of the game was a defensive touchdown for the Dolphins. They're immortalized in my heart. Uh, Chase Edmonds, people. It's a tough one. He got a ton of touches, though. 25 carries. And I think he gets Buffalo next week, which has been pretty bad against the run. So he's going to get that big carry total again. You can trot him right back out there as a fringe RB1. Uh, We'll see what happens with Drake. He didn't practice at all, so it's not seeming like he's going to play next week either, but we'll keep you posted on that. They do get Buffalo next week. Preston Williams leaves this game with a foot injury. Um, If he's out for a little bit longer, Devontae Parker is probably not so much available, but he will be basically the only big receiving option in the offense. Yeah, he must start. And they they traded Isaiah Ford. They traded Isaiah Ford. Jakeem Grant is like my size, and – Devonte Parker is a no-brainer. Smaller, honestly, Tom. <laughs> Thank you, Don. Definitely, I really think you lift more than he does. Definitely not as wide. No, no, he can't. No he shot. wouldn't be able to move as fast. Even with his pads on, he would not be as like wide. a sail. That's why I'm not as fast as he is. <laughs> I, I'm too wide. I catch too much wind. But yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Devonte Parker, I think, has a good chance of getting a lot more targets. Maybe going back to that you know, double digit target range that he has had before as he gets healthier right now too, as the receiving core literally obliterates itself. And as too, it gets that swagger and his plums a little bit. Yeah. They're going to throw to each other in practice all week. There's no one else to throw it. Yeah. Nope. All righty. We are uh, into the start of the saints bucks game. Uh, Saints scored. I don't know who it was. Trees threw a touchdown to Traquan Smith. Michael Thomas has his first catch back since what week two, week one, week one, something like that. And he only yeah. had one in a long catch. time. One. Welcome back. Welcome Michael back. Thomas. NT. We've also got jets. Patriots. <laughs> uh, so Michael enjoy Thomas that. Hopefully you enjoyed that one on Monday night. Only played against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah. That's Good his, call, Tom. That's his new contract. We just haven't heard about it yet. Yeah. $136 million to play, to play against, against the Tampa against Bay the Buccaneers. <laughs> To make sure Tom Brady doesn't win another ring. Yeah, he played horrible <laughs> last time, too. He played 81% of snaps the first game, and he had, like, one they, point. Well, if you remember, Five they targets. didn't really need him. Like, they got out to a pretty good lead and just kind of Brady threw that early pick six. You're yeah. right, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. Well, that's it. That's that's all of it. Yeah, one thing I'll say about the, the Patriots game, I'll be interested to see uh, Sony Michelle got activated off the IR. Now we got four running backs in the mix and cam newton on the goal line so how that's gonna shake out i know everyone was Not excited well. for damian harris this week and i am too i mean he looks like he's been the best back but you know on how many touches is he gonna get with all those guys involved it'll be interesting to find out not a ton yeah a healthy season for rex burkhead so far too <laughs> yeah on his standard very healthy just to add that to the mix keep going rex rex hasn't missed six weeks with the foot injury or something neck right. injury <laughs> I think he actually did have <laughs> a neck injury. I'm not even kidding. 
at some point. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully you enjoy that crap fest that is the Jets Patriots game. Maybe the Jets get their first win. Who knows? Maybe it's a maybe it's a forty eight forty five shootout. I appreciate Flacco your throws six tuds. And no, it won't be that. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed anyway. In the meantime, check us out on Twitter, Instagram at RutsFF, where you can see our man catch Monday for the week. We will be back on Thursday, week ten. The double digits. Wow. The playoff stretch is upon us. We're making our way. Making our way downtown. All righty. For Tom and Scott, I'm Don. Keep scoring, everybody.